0: The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott. Three movies, two men, one podcast.
1: (gasps) Join us, Scott.
2: The Trilogy Podcast is weak. Imagine... Hosting your own podcast devoted to Marvel movies. You can have it all, Scott. You can have it all.
3: No, I'll never join you. Never. Because we are the Trilogy Podcast. We're the only podcast devoted strictly to trilogies. No reboots, no straight to cables. We're talking legit trilogies only. We're bringing you trivia, debate, facts, and more to hell with the movie If They Made
2: Four. Ah, whew, We're back with this. Yes. More Star Wars action. Yeah. And this is part of our ongoing Star Wars year. We brought you the original trilogy at the beginning of the year. Right. And let me tell you, folks, it was quite a success. And now, in honor of the fourth, may the fourth be with you, ladies and gentlemen. And also with you. You two. And no, don't bring up you i I'm sorry. We want to bring you the prequel trilogy Yes, So we're well on our journey. And
3: it's a good time uh, to be doing this. We just had the uh, episode 9 trailer has just dropped. Just dropped. And we'll be getting to that later in the year, but pretty exciting. A lot of exciting stuff.
2: A lot of Star Wars. This is the last year of Star Wars, if you think about it. So we really want to capitalize on that and bring you the... the Skywalker saga. Three separate trilogies that we're bringing to you as the Trilogy Podcast. Trilogy of trilogies. Yes, yes. I believe we called it that in the past, Scott. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Trademark. TM. It is. Well, just like last time, we have some special guests. All right? Of course, we have Chris in the house doing all our tech. He's our tech maestro. Phil's back. Hey, guys. He's usually our field correspondent. We bring him in for specifically dorky films and trilogies. Yes. he's uh, he got a treasure trove of information. <laughs> treasure trove. And for this trilogy, joining us... Is going to be my brother Travis. Say hello,
1: Travis. Hey, hey guys. How's it he's going? got a degree hello. in political Welcome. science,
2: and I thought that maybe he would be someone
0: that could really speak on the politics that become a huge part of this. As, a, as if I were nine watching this, I would really want to know more about the Techno Union. <laughs>
1: Well, it was either that or the bankers' union that yeah, they bring up well, for a minute, and after that, as there's
0: opposed a to the
2: Ch- union and their shoemakers' union, there's every union yeah. that's brought together. We're jumping the gun. Let's take care of business first, as always. We're jumping the blaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> their kind of gun, you see, uh, you see. Yes. Which yes, one? I DL
0: forty-four or West Star thirty-four? Phil shut up. Up. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now we need to
2: get to, of course, kind of trilogy this is. Seems pretty obvious, You're right? But. Like last time, Trilogy Bot, he's protesting this episode, wants no part of it. He's never here when I'm here. And so he's... Right, and he maybe there's a reason for that, Phil. Yeah. So our special guest this uh, this time around, we-, we all know him and love him from Star Wars. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, the sand person makes a lot of sense. Okay, this is obviously another epic trilogy in scope, in characters, in design, yeah. in narration. The the epicest of epics. It really is. <laughs> As we said when we did the original trilogy, Star Wars sort of defined the notion of the epic trilogy, and sure. the tr- and the trilogy in general, in a lot of ways.
3: Yeah, right? I think only and and adding that it has now. This is a third trilogy ending this year. It only becomes grander and grander. You know what I mean?
2: It's not just one trilogy. It is a trilogy, as you said, of... Trilogies. trilogies. All right? And it is epic. King of kings. Trilogy of trilogies. How appropriate, especially as we approach Easter time. (laughs) Okay. That's why we did it, folks. Yeah. Scott, I think we're (laughs) ready... Scott, I think we're ready for your plots. Yes. Scott's plots is what we call them, with no adornment, no music, no fanfare. Just Scott's Plots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nothing Since else. always. Sure. Okay. Scott's Plots we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Seriously.
3: <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Baby gonna have some Scott's Plots tonight. Gotta have a little bit of fanfare. A little something. Just a taste. Love this Scott. great new addition to the show. Scott, whenever
2: you're ready, my brother.
3: As usual with uh, the plots here, we're gonna be very uh, nonspecific no character names, just trying to give you the general what happens in the movies. If it's been a while since you watched them and you don't want to rewatch them, I can understand that. Uh, all right, so the first one, of course, is uh, episode one, The Phantom Menace.
2: 1999. Two space priests are sent by the space government to end... <laughs> the space government. Yeah. And that's right, they were space <laughs> priests last time. You referred to the Jedi yes, as space I did. priests. I Had to bring it back. Love it, For yes. Course. That's what they are.
3: Two space priests are sent by the space government to end a trade dispute, but when a shadowy hologram instructs the trade group to kill the space priests, they escape and end up on a nearby
2: planet under attack from the trade group. Stop right there. (laughs) Did you ever wonder why in all these films, no one can just talk on the phone, they have to constantly look at each other, and they're not doing anything in any of these holograms, they're... The holograms are of them they're, talking on the phone. You act like yeah. you,
1: you don't live in New York City, where you see people constantly walking down the street FaceTiming people. That's but they're not
2: a hologram. Is not popping out of their phone? They don't I'm, need to look at the guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, they are thirty years three. behind yeah.
1: what what's going to be there. But that's going to be. I need be to, the to the see
2: thing. your whole body while
3: talking
1: Olderly to you, not green. just your face. I need face. a green
2: version, an outline, and outlining. I need green a three D representation of your, body. Representation well,
3: of your a... body. They escape and end up on a nearby planet under attack from the trade group, where they meet an irritating, mildly racist alien who
2: helps them reach the young queen of the planet. I didn't hate the idea of two different kinds of aliens coexisting on a planet. You don't see that in sci-fi so often. I like, it, that's the, a it great idea. Sense. I like the politics of it. I mean, it makes sense that these two, you know, warring sides have to come together. I like that notion. It wasn't terrible. The fact that they're undersea, that one of the creatures exists in an underwater kingdom... Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate that idea.
3: There's something about being underwater that makes you an idiot. I don't know. You think so? Could be. Did well, you see Aquaman? I, I did not, but that guy. Phil, here, I Aquaman? Mean, I haven't seen Aquaman. Here's, Although- here's
1: what I'm the most curious about, just real quick. I'm sorry. When when they jump in the water, they put these little mouth things in to breathe. Yeah. in. Yeah.
2: The water breathers they use are akin to the rough breathers that are used in Empire Strikes back when they're inside of the alien snake and they oh, think yeah, it's a cave yeah, 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 yeah. so they slap something on their mouth and all of a sudden they're breathing in space yeah, but they're so the it technology doesn't cover is... their
3: nostrils which makes no sense if they're well, underwater you can,
2: you can but hold your
1: breath and you I know, guess you, you snorkel right you, you use you don't need your nose when you snorkel
3: the space priests the queen and the irritating alien escape on a spaceship but the ship is damaged in the escape and they have to make an emergency landing. When they land on the planet, they meet a young slave boy who may have what it takes to become a space priest someday.
2: He may. Just (laughs) may. He he may just have what it takes. I don't
3: have any insider knowledge of what happens to him later, (laughs) but this kid might just make it.
2: Like an idiot, just a little kid running around. Oh, he's,
3: he's, he's, he's a, a nine-year-old idiot. boy. He should have never been a nine-year-old boy. Never I've should, they encountered have prodigies him in
2: nine. my life. I've seen them on TV and encountered them in person, and they don't act like that. No. People no. that are way ahead of everyone around them. I'll do
1: you one further. I'll do you one, well, further. Do you one for, further. I've driven kids on TV shows when you drive them to set, yeah. And it's 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 intimidating how mature they. Travis, are. Travis, why don't yeah. you
2: explain your job so that oh, makes yeah, yeah, some uh, contextual sense? Sorry, yeah,
1: I work uh, I work here in New York City with the uh, theatrical Teamsters Union, uh, okay. local eight one seven is what it is. And uh, what I do is I pick up cast and crew in uh, vans or cars, depending on what it is, and I drive them to the location and then do throughout the throughout day. I go and do things.
2: So w- mostly I'm around well, actors. That might a be lot. a little more yeah. relevant than your degree in political science. I probably should have <laughs> mentioned that in the beginning.
3: <laughs> The old space priest makes a deal with Slave Boy's owner. If the boy can win a race, he'll free the boy and give them the parts they need. The slave boy wins the race, and he is freed, but his mother must stay behind. When they attempt to leave, they are attacked by a dark space priest. They escape and bring the slave boy to a council of space priests. <laughs> Just stop <right> it's it's
2: <laughs> <First of> all, <laughs> overwhelming the amount of times. I think there's a major flaw in that Kwai Acts as if Qui Gon. Right. What's Qui-Gon. his name? <laughs> Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon Yeah. Q is pronounced Tao with a hard "qu". Qui. Qui Gon. Liam Neeson. Yeah. You know. He falls in love with the boy. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna test your blood." Look.
1: With the Darth Maul character. Good. It's the guy who plays him isn't
2: the one who voices him. No, because he thought he had too high a voice. They thought. He
0: does. You have heard the guy talk? Yeah. Ray, but I bet you have. Ray, Ray Park. He, yeah. yeah Met him. But it's not like he's the... Deli- <laughs> there was a lot more, like, if if you look at the uh, action figures at the time, Talking <laughs> Darth Maul had so many lines that are Peter Serafinowit. The
3: old space priest requests to train the slave boy in the ways of a space priest. But the council denies him. The queen's planet is under siege by the trade group, and she, slave boy, and the space priest go with the irritating <laughs> alien to ask his people for help. Ugh. They agree to fight along the queen's people, Trade group releases an army of robots, and a battle soon ensues.
2: You know, could the Gungans be more irritating ultimately in how they're created and how they're stylized? Just yeah, Just hate them all. Yeah. Their
1: their battle plans are lacking. I
2: believe I'm not impressed feel their it. battle plans are lacking.
1: Yeah, well, I'm also annoyed with the with the droid army for separate reasons in the first movie because for some reason these robots are holding guns that they drop and anyone can be can pick up. Yeah, I don't understand why they're not.
2: Attached, like in later movies, you see. Them. No, no, there's these shitty droids, and then there's yeah. the, and then the super droids, And then the effective
0: droids, the ones that people are <laughs> yeah. scared yeah. of. Yeah. Well, this is not. This just is make not... a bunch of effective droids.
2: <laughs> this you got to all-out war you know? yet?
0: Well, this is just a, a... a conflict. So, like, these are just. And so, so when she's going down there and she's pleading her case to this frog man, you're like, "What the hell is this? He's eating a fly.
2: He's got a long tongue. I wouldn't respect this guy either." Well, I, mean, I get it. You know, it's time. not equivalent to race in this country because. The Gungans are more like chimpanzees, so it's as, it's as if uh, humans went to the chimpanzees and were like, "We really fucking need you." Yeah, guys, yeah.
0: chimpanzees so. that build brilliant bubble colonies underwater. Chimpanzees mixed with fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fish. point is, the guy's a kangaroo. He's got a long tongue. Fish of he, chimps. He's fish eating chimps. a fly. Fish and
3: chimps. <laughs> Frogs. The, the, like the
2: frog. frog man. He's fro- all stupid. Yeah. They have no sense about them. Listen, I don't want to be a bigot, but I think it's reasonable the Bouyans are like, "What the fuck?"
0: This is this is
2: uh yeah, this is problematic. Can't, yeah, we gotta yeah. No, but honestly, I don't like
0: the way you're talking. Captain Tarpoles right is now. a respected military figure. <laughs> I'm just saying. My father was a fish chimp. I like the idea, sir. Of two- you are talking to a fish
3: chimp. <laughs> Meanwhile, the older space priest and the young space priest meet up with the dark space priest. And a battle soon ensues.
1: It's
0: all about Captain Pinaka for a while, but it's not as interesting. <laughs> Who is Captain Pinaka? He's the guy in the red and the blue that's like, princess, we got to go this way.
1: He's the, he's the sky cap that follows
2: the... He's uh, the sky
0: cap. It's like her... He's got that like, weird
2: hat. Her got consuliera.
0: Got the, everybody uh, this way. Yeah. He's
2: like, mom, dad, I'm in Star Wars, the new one, except <laughs> I do nothing interesting at all. I'm just kind of there. Well, to be fair, no we'll one does back. anything interesting <laughs> in
0: this movie. <laughs> we'll, come, we'll come back to Captain, <laughs> <laughs> captain Pinaka. You have more to say about Captain? Oh yeah, we'll talk about (laughs) it. Really? Oh yeah, I got more. (laughs) I need to say this about the climax. Uh,
2: All of the success that the Republic has is by accident in this climax. Little Anakin gets onto a plane that accidentally takes him into the battles that accidentally destroys the one thing that needs to be destroyed to shut down all the fucking robots. At the same time, Jar Jar stumbles like an imbecile on the battlefield, unleashing the bombs that help to wreck all of the droids. Yeah, everything's an accident. Yeah. This Republic should or fall. or is it? In the first, yeah, it is. You trying <laughs> to is. mimic the end of the fourth? You know, at, at the end of the you know the New Hope. Oh my God, with the was... big award ceremony at the end, but you're awarding people for just fucking up. <laughs> Way First to go! This you movie. failed
3: upwards. There's a lot. The I've never
2: seen someone fell upwards. So you failed so upwards. You saved our planet with your. We had to. Cr-
3: we created a medal for you. <laughs> we don't have a medal for it's, this. It's
2: a,
1: it's a medal of you slipping on a banana
2: peel,
3: <laughs> made of Gungan and <laughs> shit. It's like a trophy with a like little man on top yeah. slipping. There you go. It's a
2: participation it trophy. Stepping. Meanwhile, the Nabooians seem to just be humans with funny makeup. Yeah, basically. Meanwhile, the slave
3: boy steals a ship and flies up to the trade group's robot control ship where he eventually blows it up,
2: shutting down the robots and saving the queen's planet. Ridiculous. Hide. Where? On the ship. On okay. this sh- On the ship that can be launched with one button. This the is safest- a good place yeah, to hide. the safest place. Hide on the ship. Not behind the ship. Not next to the ship. Stay hey in the cockpit. Go- yeah. yeah, go in the cockpit.
3: An adult was like, yeah, get in the cockpit.
2: <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs>
3: knowing that those ships are all programmed to go fly to <laughs> that location. Like,
0: maybe he, may, hey, not I forgot accident. how ships work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> However, during the priest's battle, the older space priest is killed by the dark space priest, who gets killed by the young space priest. Uh, yeah, so that was the first movie. Hey, we hey. got through one. We got two more to go. Let's blast through this. Jesus Christ. So, uh... Uh, The second movie, of course, episode two, Attack of the Clones. Two thousand two. It's ten years later, and a group of people who do not want to be in the government anymore, who are led by the trade group, are trying to have the queen get assassinated. The queen requests the protection of the space priest. The young space priest is now an older space priest. Is
2: there no one else in the entire Galaxy that protects or helps people than these 12 imbeciles in this room.
0: They apparently do not have an army. They don't have an army. They're just a, there's like maybe a thousand of them. They're like, oh, we've got to protect the galaxy. Just shut up. Okay, you're not doing anything.
2: <laughs> I'm not convinced there are I mean, any the other Jedi other than the ones in the council room. No, there's and many others. Oh, there's a bunch. See them in the battle. Yeah, see them in the battle. All the literally. ones that are killed in the third movie are ones we've seen before. Uh, but not literally all the all of them. entire but Jedi academy. academy. What about the, the uh, one who looks like a slave girl? From rabble. She's the same. Rabble, rabble, rabble. We've seen her before. She's one of Bib Fortuna's people. She's a Twi'lek. We saw. All right, Phil. Yeah, not Bib Fortuna. Seriously. Bib
3: Fortuna's got the... The
2: Snake heads. Is that what you're talking about? No, she's Twi'lek. Like like
3: Twi'lek, the dancer girl from Jabba's Palace, With the two, she's blue. Yeah, that's the same species as Bib. It's not.
2: Yes, it is. It's not, is it? Talk to Phil. Yes, it is. Bib Fortuna's a Twi'lek, too? Totally. You know what? He's how just many fucking are male guys? Twi'leks just yeah. like that, and then female Twi'leks? Yeah, Twi'lek. many Rogue One, his cousin. How many different creatures do you think have tails on their heads?
3: Well, he's got one that wraps around his fucking like neck, it's, like it's strangling it's gender him. Gender? And she has
2: two, like S- Phil talk some sense of No, is it gender
0: based? No, they all it's have things on their heads. Clearly, gender based.
2: As to how many are on your head, two or one.
0: Th- That's I'm still, what
2: I'm saying. I'm very Phil? confused right now. It can, it doesn't matter. The point you is, you can either have two or three. It's not clear in this movie that A there's one. hundreds of Jedi's. There's the guys in the room, the kids in the learning school, and who the fuck else? Well, you see them in the second movie when there's that big ass
1: battle and all. Yeah, the there's Jedi like, like all those guys. Yeah, there's Jedi. like twelve there. Okay, there's like but one
3: hundred. There's the younglings, right? The kids are in the academy. Yeah. What about people who trained in the academy twenty years ago? Where are they? They're in the
0: room. No. no. Those no. Is, that's the
1: council. Those are the Who's policies? Yoda
0: teaching himself? Jedi are everywhere in the galaxy. <laughs> uh, that's not clear. There's at least maybe... Uh, I there's said a thousand, whole academy. Maybe like 10,000. You 10, 10, think 000. there's got to be a lot of Jedi. 10,000 Jedi. Cl- I'm saying it's not realized in the they film. I they don't
3: make it 100% clear, but you could infer
0: from them having an academy. There's a whole I shouldn't Jedi. have to infer. There's an order of Jedi. I shouldn't have to infer. It's not just these 12 <laughs> stuffy weird yes, Yoda is. puppets. Yes, it's 12 guys patrolling the whole galaxy. Yeah, yeah that it is. 12 it's not. It really men. is.
2: How come every time there's a significant thing, it's like, you know what? Why don't we send Obi-Wan to do it? Not fucking Jedi Obi-Wan's number good. 26. You know, Obi-Wan is the best Jedi. Not Jedi, Jedi number he's, 24. He's right. When I watch
1: the Lethal Weapon movies, I'm like, why are there only these six cops yeah. in all of Los Angeles? <laughs>
2: fucking... Shut up, Travis. I'm, I, but you know there are more... I think since we know what a policeman does and what he is, we know there's more than two. Oh. You, don't know, you, you don't know what Jedi... And You're you the don't know either, either, then, and that's the problem. I think I fucking do. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: they're the police of the universe. Just and there's sure. fucking ten of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <There's>...
3: <laughs> no. The young space priest is now an older space priest, and the slave boy is now an angry young space priest in training. Douchebag. Both are assigned to protect the queen, who is now a senator, and they thwart assassin's attempts. Uh, the slave boy is assigned to take her home, while the older, younger space priest investigates... It is clear the slave boy space priest trainee has feelings for a senator queen.
2: Oh, he just can't shut up about I that. I got oh, so no. many feelings, man. Nonstop. How creepy is it I for met ten you years? when I was nine? And yeah.
0: <sighs> I had a dream about you and your angel. He goes, He goes. I've been Wet dying dream. every day, you know, because I'm in love with you. What? <laughs>
3: She's like, I'm an adult woman. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: thanks for the metaphor, Dick. But you're a queen and I love you, so let's do this. Like, what in what world do you think?
2: You've got to think that those yeah. ten Jedis are keeping him really confined. Okay, hey. you know what? We can't knock it because it works. Yeah, the Point is... She falls head
3: over heels for that angry douchebag who just screams basically the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. And then out of nowhere they're kissing. This
2: begins the very confusing plot of the second film. Yes. Now, I oh, God, in, the first time I saw it, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't really understand what was going on. I still don't understand. In rewatching it now, it seems to be two concurrent plot lines one of which is boring and terrible their love story oh, that's right. the worst. and one of which is confusing and weird the clone story oh, kind of cool they meet up in at the end in a way that is unsatisfying
0: to humans so okay obi-wan is playing uh, a keystone cop because he fails to solve the any of the mystery <laughs> yeah but he's investigating he goes to his 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 slubby slug friend dexter uh, what are you talking about? The guy in the diner? Hey, Obi-Wan. What in the
2: hell was that diner scene? Let me finger your butt with my fourth arm. Dex. You're telling hey, me hello, they, Dex. they still have <laughs> conventional diners in yeah. this? Yeah, in Kurasan. I mean, with, they're a metropolitan planet. But it looks like a diner. Yeah. What'd you say,
0: Phil? With mid-century like, yeah, yeah. tables and fucking
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, well you, it's a diner. Like the guy's the, got. A, we love the 50s from
0: some other universe. We've never been to. The guy's got a ripped
2: tank top on and a mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like a diner. Worker. They're
0: literally playing rock around the clock. It's fucking yeah. Mel from Alice Alice's Diner.
1: If you watch it on Amazon with the little notes that come up, the fun facts, it's like, this is a reference to American Graffiti. How- especially
0: the yellow red that he steals.
1: It's yeah, Bob yeah. Palfa's car.
2: It's just like when she dies. When she dies, it's like when Ponyboy dies. It's the same exact thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is clear the slave boy space priest trainee has feelings for Senator Queen, and maybe she for him as well. <laughs> they start to fall in love, but know that it is against the space priest rules.
2: Now, the famous line that everyone hates, okay, in this love story is... Scuds, well, Say it, Phil. You know.
0: I hate sand. It's rough. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. There. Except so, not here. Everything is smooth.
3: Soft and
0: smooth. Ew, you just caress
2: <laughs> Phil, Scott. That's what he does in the movie. He's he like, does. Fuck it. It. Amy, Amy right and it. I were watching it. He he's might as pause. well have his
0: fucking tongue sticking out while he's doing oh, What Jedi yeah. in the Jedi Academy was like, Hey, uh, Anakin, what's your problem? Yeah, I got a crush on this girl. You know what you should do? <laughs> you should go up to her and tell her about... <laughs> Where are you from? Are you, you know something? Where, where are you from? I'm from Tatooine. Okay, what did you like about Tatooine? Sand? Okay, so we'll be like, hey, I hate sand.
2: But <laughs> you're real snook.
0: Make a connection. Yeah. I don't you like see? sand, but I do like you. And then you your know? force push your tongue down her throat. You bingo, are... bingo. Use the force, Luke. Uh, I don't know who that guy don't is. Don't forget to caress her arm with your knuckles.
2: <laughs> don't forget to use a Jedi condom, too. <laughs> the line is ridiculous. Like, I want her to say something like, uh, thanks, Annie, I'm not, like, fucking dirt. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not dirty sand. Yeah. Thanks so much for the compliment. I'm this just, is what's what missing the from this
0: trilogy. If that were Carrie Fisher, she'd be like, "What is your, what are you doing? Meanwhile, older,
3: younger Space Priest tracks a bounty hunter to a planet where they make clones of that same bounty hunter. He confronts the original bounty hunter and fights him, then chases him to a planet where the group that does not want to be part of the government any longer is holding a meeting.
2: Stop right there! All the fanboys of the universe delighted because Boba Fett was somehow involved. Were they needlessly?
0: Not really. Were no, they... because
2: everyone wanted Boba Fett to return when sure. there was ta- like everyone liked Boba Fett. He was always a cultish figure, right? And well, then I think it was, make... George Lucas
3: was definitely cashing in because he knew that oh. people yeah. would say oh, yeah, no yeah, yeah. question about it. But, but I don't he... know if
2: it necessarily worked well, that's the, the, the thing. way he thought. He's one of many gratuitous frills that go along with this this prequel trilogy because yeah. it could be any fucking buddy. It ha- there's no logical reason. It would be the the father of the random bounty hunter yeah. that was looking for Han Solo. There's no connection. It doesn't mean anything. Why didn't they clone Darth Maul? Yeah. I like the moment where the son, young Boba Fett, has, holds his head against his father's mask. Okay. That's a nice yeah. little foreshadowing moment. Sure. But all the bullshit just for that. Yeah. On that And planet, Mace
3: Windu takes him out like a bitch. Quick. He spies on that meeting and finds out that a former space priest has become a dark space priest who works with that group.
2: The older, younger space priest is captured. It's really befuddling. Dooku's presence in these films is befuddling. There was more. They cut out a lot of him in the beginning of that movie. If you're an apprentice, shouldn't you be young? It's like Major League Baseball, Scott. One of your young guys gets injured. You have to bring in an older veteran. Who you think is really good at the force, but...
3: eh. Yeah. Meanwhile, trainee priest Spaceboy has a dream about his mom dying. He and Senator Queen go back to his home planet to try to save her. When he arrives, he discovers that his mother has been kidnapped by desert hillbillies. (laughs) He tracks down the desert hillbillies to talk to his mom for 10 seconds, and then she dies. He then kills all the desert hillbillies. When he returns to Senator Queen on the ship, they get a distress call from the older, younger space priest. They rush to help him. On arrival, they stumble through a factory and are captured. Meanwhile, the head of the government is given executive powers, which he uses to turn the army of clones into a government clone army. (laughs) That clone army and the other space priests rush to save the two space priests and Senator Queen. A battle ensues. The older, younger space priest and the slave boy space priest trainee fight the former, now dark space priest and slave boy space priest trainee gets his arm cut off. Right. Yes. Also, an old green space priest fights, too. Later. I liked st- it. <laughs> I liked it. It just It's also just something that happened. Nothing really came of it. It just happened. Someone yeah.
2: needs to be like Yoda. We don't think you're so good at lightsaber play. You're just a fucking little I tiny never... man, right? And when around. you do flips, yeah. we don't know what the fuck's going on. In the end,
3: the slave boy, space priest trainee, marries the senator queen. The only witnesses to their wedding, this R2 and 3PO were the witnesses at Darth Vader's wedding, right? Yeah. Like, how weird is that? Is that just a sentence to realize? Like, as was well one of those at the end. I
2: was like. Oh ew <laughs> like it's, it's yet again another one of those things from from the future movies that's never referenced at no point yeah. is vader like hey there's the fucking robot that I <laughs> built and the other one that I was my best friend for my whole yeah, youth. Does yeah. Vader ever see them, though? Yes, he sees them. In Cloud he's City. A, he's
1: dude, Oh, yeah. yeah. He, well, Cloud forget Cloud City. Crowd City he, he's putting they... a
2: target on Luke's fucking shit. And it's R2 that he's targeting, basically. Yeah, but how can right. you tell him to you get caught? 3 Dude, he says the Force is strong in this one. He can't recognize that's his old robot?
3: Uh, they look all the same, I mean, they though. do.
2: No, they don't. Because Obi Wan's always- is red. The yeah, other but ones he is looks exa- fucking black. Besides the color, it's exactly the Listen, same. With, robot. with the 12, he with the 12
1: space priests, there's only one blue R2 known. unit in the whole galaxy. You bet your yeah. ass,
2: Travis. There's only 12 <laughs> space priests.
3: Yes. There's a comic book that has, like, they did a thing where it was him on Cloud City and they blast 3 and he's in pieces.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah.
3: Vader finds it and he, like, holds the like his head to his own head and goes, Give it to the Wookiee.
2: Scott, I bet you wanted to
3: go on to the third film. We're ready. I'm ready. I'm hard. Oh, boy. Um, Episode three, Revenge of the Sith.
2: 2005.
3: It's years later, and the government and the space priest are still at war with the group that does not want to be a part of the government anymore. Enough already. The, the head of the government has been captured by the dark former space priest. In trying to free him, the older, younger space priest is incapacitated, Slave boy Space Priest is instructed by the head of the government to kill the dark former Space they Priest. They try and make
2: it seem like, "Oh, we're going to thrust you right into the action immediately. This was a test for Anakin. Well, anytime Palpatine was on screen, I didn't
3: believe anything I was seeing.
0: This was a test okay, so for the dark side.
3: You know that Disney, ref- is like no beheadings in any of their movies. It's in like any a, context a, ever. Yeah. The what beheadings they a is too much. What so they Marvel, a you're not going to see a beheading. Star Wars, you'll never see a beheading. I don't
2: buy that. After. What if they do a cartoon based upon something that happened during the French Revolution? Why would they do that? Hold on, this is awful. You're telling me in the future any Disney film will never include a beheading. I didn't know that was something you were looking for
1: in Disney this, movies. This I, just be- <laughs> wanna, I just don't want I
2: just don't want to go into a Disney film thinking I'm definitely not going to see a beheading here.
3: Sometimes I like to see an evil stepmother get what she deserves, you know what I mean? And the only thing she just deserves is, beheading? is a beheading. fucking head Hold up. on, you're <laughs>
2: telling me in the upcoming Aladdin film there's not going to be a single beheading? Why would there be? There, beheading beheading in the there might be the
3: threat of a beheading, yeah. but not the actual beheading. For this, the head of the government appoints him as liaison to the Space Priest Council. Space Priest Council is forced to make him a member, but only to spy on the head of the government. This angers Slave Boy Space Priest. Meanwhile, older, younger Space Priest is sent to track down the robot head of the robot army. The Senator Queen tells Slave Boy Space Priest that she's pregnant with his baby, and he immediately has dreams about her dying during childbirth. Have an abortion!
2: (laughs) Have an abortion!
3: That'll prevent it. I've got a lot
2: going on right now. I am a Jedi Knight fighting for my life! It's the wrong time for us to have a baby!
0: (laughs) Carol, Um, I am so close to master! Abort (laughs) it! Abort it!
3: Don't ask me about my business, Padme. (laughs) (laughs) The head of the government reveals to Slave Boy Space Priest that he is a dark space priest and can teach him to save people from dying. The Slave Boy Space Priest turns in the head of the government to a member of the Space Priest Council who decides
2: the head of the government is too powerful to keep alive. As you watch Anakin's turn in the third movie, though it comes on in a kind of an abrupt way, it's written to make sense. I'm watching it, and I wanted to find flaws in it. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I can see Palpatine getting into this dipshit's head and fucking with it. I just wish
3: there was something stronger than the the possibility of maybe figuring out how to bring somebody back to... From the day, like you know what he didn't I mean. Even
2: really need that was a cop out where he's threatening Padme's life as the reason to become. I think just his seductive words and the, and the whole conflict with the Jedi Council was enough. You know, I wish it was all about the Jedi Council. Agreed. And like,
3: you're breaking your own code.
2: Agreed. I'm a truer Jedi than you are. If you're going to devote three movies to this whole political aspect, then sell it at the yeah. fucking end. Uh,
3: the slave boy space priest is then instructed to murder all the space priest kids in training, and the clones are instructed to murder all the space priests my favorite part of the movie I'm like kill every kid <laughs> cut those I, well, stupid they, little ponytails fuck off of the them. younglings you, kill
1: them like, all that's your, that's your exact opinion about Lee Mirab too your your favorite part is when that kid gets shot after his fucking song
0: I'm a like, teacher of children let's move on Scott so is Anakin so is Anakin <laughs>
3: <laughs> the older younger space priest kills the robot leader of the robot army and avoids getting killed by the clones. He rendezvous with the old green space priest and a surviving senator. The older, younger space priest enlists the Senator Queen's help in finding her husband, while the old green space priest goes to confront the head of the government. The older, younger space priest ends up battling the slave boy space priest, cuts off his legs, and leaves him for
2: dead. It's a great scene. Great scene. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil.
0: You You will
2: try. Everyone knows that's like the worst line. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. You know, in the crawl of
3: of the third movie, it literally says there are heroes Heroes on on both both sides. sides. And I was like, really weird.
1: We don't. We're (laughs) not
0: introduced to a single hero. on The other side. The Sith are heroes. I'd
1: argue we're not introduced to a hero in this movie (laughs) at all. At
3: all. The old green space priest battles the head of the government, barely escapes with his life, and goes into exile. Senator Queen goes into labor, has twins, and then dies. The head of the government retrieves the slave boy, Space Priest, and gives him robot legs and puts him in a large metal suit to keep him alive. The head of the government tells slave boy, Dark Space Priest, that he killed his wife, and they start a dictatorship.
2: The end. end. Yeah. Yeah, they start a dictatorship together. But you know what? You can never trust a Sith.
0: Well, uh, after the Sith War... The Sith Wars, they uh, enacted a rule of two that was started by Darth Bane. Now, a lot of the ancient Sith stuff that was formed in the Legends canon is no longer uh, canon canon. But Darth Bane does exist because he uh, is in the in an episode of The Clone Wars, voiced by Mark Hamill.
2: That's a cool part of the Sith, the idea that there's only always two Sith. I, I kind of like that. I think they should have explored that a little bit more. In seems film. silly to me. Seems, to me too. This seems to be a whole trilogy of things that I
1: want to explore more. Like, yeah.
2: there's only 12 Jedi, so why, why shouldn't yeah. there more be more than two Jedi?
1: Still?
3: But when you think about it, there's only ever two Jedi at a time in the old movies. So it's almost like they take a page out of their book.
2: Always two there are. No more. No less. Folks, I want to talk about the actors and the director of this glorious prequel trilogy to Star Wars. Scott, <laughs> it's important to mention that when The Phantom Menace came out, it was a monster. They had already re-released the original trilogy with the added scenes. Special edition. Special edition. It was a really huge deal. Everyone went back, but at that point we knew that a new trilogy was on the horizon. Right. Before we get into Lucas's motivation, I just want to talk about how successful these trilogies were. The Phantom Menace, for a long time, was one of the biggest films of all time. Now, since it's been bested by the world of Marvel, it's one of the few films, one of 11 films, that has made a billion dollars. Not adjusted for inflation, a billion dollars. And purely off of the
0: basis of goodwill for three other movies. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: that's, that's what it is. We, We wanted something for
2: 20 years. Oh, look, here it is. Oh. Once the idea of the new Star Wars coming out faded, the second film, really fell off in a big way.
0: Yeah. It's the the lowest grossing one, right?
2: It is, and it's still in the top 100 films of all time in terms of gross. Sure. But even in that year, it was the first film that wasn't the top film of the year. Really? And that year was beaten by both Spider-Man, another trilogy, better movie and Lord of the Rings Two Towers better movie another trilogy yeah. Bo- both of those so it was beaten by two other trilogies that year interesting yeah and of course I don't want to beat this to death but the final film did much better than the second it was still a big time money maker but
0: it still wasn't the biggest film
2: of its year
0: but again that was goodwill because we finally got what we were promised which was the birth of Darth Vader
2: henceforth you shall
1: be known as Darth Vader George Lucas. Do you do you know George Lucas
0: likes to take his camera from up and pan it down? Fact. Do you know he likes to ominously zoom in when actors are making a serious face? Do you know he has to establish every fucking place he's in with one shot of just, hey,
2: look, we're here now. Did you know that his balls are notoriously sweaty and that he has extras constantly soaping them and cleaning them?
3: You know, he likes to do wipes from all corners and all sides of the screen and also all corners of his balls. (laughs) Speaking
2: of sweaty, sweaty balls. No one can resist my sweaty balls. When we talked about the original trilogy, Lucas became focused on producing and the notion of being... What did you say? A a dream maker, Phil? A wish creator? What lame expression
0: did you use? Imagineer. An imagineer. That's what it was, Phil. Everything comes from Lucasfilm. The iteration of Disney now is run by Kathleen Kennedy, came from working with Spielberg and Lucas. He created his own demise. Sorry. (laughs) So much
2: of motivation came from the idea that he had this whole new CGI world that he wanted to inflict upon the universe. He had no
0: limits. Budget, in terms of people telling him no, because in the first movie, people were like, what the fuck's a Wookiee, George? And now he has a canvas. He could do whatever he wants. So he makes a taxation dispute happen. And uh, he has the pod race. You know, you get Jar Jar Binks, the first CGI character. goes exactly back to what you were saying when we talked about the, the original trilogy. He had and his, those yeah. su-
2: succeeded because someone was there to edit Lucas's ideas. Yes. And this time we yes. had Rick
0: McCollum, who only just sucked his dick the whole time. Right. He, he produced and, these three films? He produced them, but he was basically like George's Yes Man the whole time. He, okay. did, he wasn't there to provide him feedback like Gary Kurtz or Marsha Lucas. The reason why you got good performances in Empire... Or Star Wars, at least, is because you had Alec Guinness on set, and you had character, just actors that were just fed up with his shit, like Harrison Ford. The lack of a rogue character in the series hurt it, because it, there's no cynicism to play up against the the golly gee wizardry of George Lucas's. He right. He also commented
3: that the only person he would ever have direct him would be Spielberg or Ron Howard, and they both said no.
2: I think we should move on to the actors, all right, because it's worth mentioning some of the actors in these films. But I got to tell you, we covered many of these actors in the original trilogy.
0: I have a bad feeling about this.
2: Ewan McGregor was in all three Hello, films decks playing Obi Wan. Tremendous. We know him originally. What broke him was train spotting Danny Boyle. Boyle yeah. Right? And he also probably you'd maybe recognize him from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. But I got to right? tell you, he hasn't done so much. He's. Focused on a lot of small films, you know. Big fish, big, big fish. fish. Yeah, yeah. I love. So he's, he's worked Philip with some Moore, big directors. Uh, he's working
0: with uh, Burton and working with.
3: He was also in that uh, Ron Howard
2: an Angels
0: yep. and Demons
3: movie version of uh, August Osage County.
0: Right oh, yeah. story, yeah. Yeah. He's in uh, uh, He's an indie actor, and I think his experience on set of the prequels is what turned him back to the indies.
2: It's shame being Scottish, with the lowest to the law, the scum of the fucking earth. Then we really talked about a lot of these other characters that were in all the trilogies because the list of actors that have been in all three are not as great as you would think. We talked about Natalie Portman to death when we did Thor last episode. Okay, can any of you name for me just so we can touch on her a Natalie Portman film that has impacted your life in any way? Phil, go. The Professional. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. In what way? Explain. I don't know. It felt like a movie that
3: introduced me to a different kind of movie. Yes, kind in of that French sensibility yeah. kind of made it different
1: for me, at least with my age. I thought it was better. Uh, v for Vendetta. Yeah, oh, V for Vendetta. She, she kills really love movie. V for Vendetta.
0: Yeah.
2: So I yeah. take it that the three of you actually respect Natalie Portman. Absolutely. I think she's a good actress. Because you're also overall, forgetting... not just oh, Star yeah. Wars. No. Overall, oh, you respect her. Black the Swan, right. Swan. She's Black great. Swan. All the kids
0: looking up to me can suck my dick. It's point motherfucker. Drink till I'm.
2: Sam Jackson, also in all three films. Now, just like Portman, shares the same connection. He's in the Marvel Universe, and we've talked about him a lot. So in order to keep it a little fresh, guys, I'd like your answer for most disliked Samuel Jackson film. The Spirit. What the hell was The Spirit?
3: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Scott, do you have a most hated Samuel L. film? Maybe Maybe The Long Kiss Goodnight. I don't like Jackie Brown.
1: Hey, 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 you shut your... If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet.
2: And then finally, I want to talk a little bit about Ian McDermott. Now, he's the emperor, and we talked about him a little bit when we discussed the first trilogy, but only a little bit because he doesn't really do all that much through the course of the entire trilogy. In this one, he's a driving force of the evil. He's a little bit background for the first two, but the third one, it's his movie. Yeah. And he's what makes that movie worth And he can play. He can act. That guy is like so many of these English Star Wars actors. He's a Shakespearean. There are certain
1: scenes where that's the only thing you want to watch is him.
2: The opera scene is the best part of the entire movie. And very
3: easily could have been a dumb scene. Because yeah, yeah. It's kind of a dumb story. But him telling it is amazing. Like, it ends with that line.
2: Is it possible to learn this power?
3: Not from a Jedi. If I may, in any sci-fi, anytime they're seeing entertainment, it's fucking weird. Yeah. and it's like one of those things. Like, how did it ever get to this that people are watching? Like fucking Fifth Element, where they have like yeah, the that exactly. blue singing yeah. opera, like. <laughs> What well, is I'll, this? I'll like, listen
1: to that. Like, that's pretty actually impressive. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the, like... other, yeah the other shit's just someone blowing bubbles yeah. for a while. Like,
2: it's bubble opera.
1: <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar.
2: And with respect to the actors that have been in all three films, that's basically it, except for actors we've touched upon in the past. Of course Frank you Oz. have— Well, Frank Oz is Yoda, who's phenomenal. Yep. Okay, his voice— in this one, yeah, you have, of course, C-3PO, played by the cruel Anthony Daniels, known for being mean to people. Oh, yeah, he's a dick. No one likes really? him. Yeah, we talked about that in the first trilogy. And, of course, the pointless Kenny Baker, who no one still has been able to convince me of what he ever does inside the R2 thing. I mean, especially in these movies. Phil is like, in the last trilogy, he's like, oh, he's a puppeteer. He does things. All right. He makes the guy kind of waddle from time to time. Yeah, but, but he, also, he doesn't do well, shit. you didn't have the budget.
3: To just CGI a robot or have a robot, build a robot that could do all those things. Yeah, it was great that he did all that sh- It was cool that, that shit in, our, you in the You don't need someone now- inside there. No. Why That's are you doing ridiculous? ridiculous.
0: Especially yeah. now that it's revealed that there's so many things inside of R2 we've never seen before. He's
3: got rockets on
1: the
0: side. He's got side. rockets. He's got oil that sheets out. He got catch stroke
2: things between with trilogies. a hand. Like, they threw him Hold something on. and he I caught it. I think you guys are being a little too critical of R2-D2. It's reasonable to think that he might have rockets on him. No, I
3: this I know, but it's time. like this but movie, it, all
2: of a sudden they're using him like he's a fucking Swiss Army. It's an action like, droid. like, he's
0: got everything. He turned to the camera and was like, hey. <laughs>
2: It's critical, though, because there are so few actors that are in all three that we mentioned some of the major actors that are in two of the three. So first and foremost, we got to talk about Liam Neeson. We have beaten the fuck out of Liam Neeson in the Taken movies. We talked about his character, his life, his story. Since we've already talked about his career, I'd like to ask each of the members of our panel today, would you introduce Liam Neeson
0: to your black friend? Phil? Depending on the friend, (laughs) Yes, I will. I'll do it. but Because I, uh, I, uh, I'm not thinking of the consequences. Um, I don't know. I would, because I feel like it would be fun. I'm sweating. Don't leave this in. Scott, I
3: don't
2: have any black friends. Jake Lloyd. Poor guy. Oh, God. I feel so bad for him. Jake Lloyd, other than the Star Wars films, Did exactly nothing else.
0: Yeah, because we ruined it for him. He
2: ruined it for himself. In the year 2012, Jake Lloyd said that he retired from acting because of all the, quote, bullying, unquote. Yeah. And in 2015, he was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic after an incident with a car. I believe he was driving under the influence. So that's that guy. Yeah. But I don't think it's his fault. It's not, we, Nobody wanted to see
3: Darth Vader as a child. No, right. no you're, you're right.
2: That. That's a great point. They started that character at too young an yeah. age.
3: Because they built in the thing that there's the younglings, and that if you were that young, you would have been in training in the academy, yeah. and that he's too old to start training. Mm-hmm. But they trained Luke at fucking 18.
2: So, please, it's no. that, like, it matters. You're right.
3: It wasn't my fault, really.
2: That's Jake Lloyd, and then following Jake Lloyd, of course you have... Hayden Christensen. Who We can shit Jack on as
3: much movie. as we want because he's not a child. Yeah. Not it bad is in his other fault movies that he's not good.
2: I found a single other movie that he was in that I had heard of. It's called Jumper. I remember when it came out. It was Sam in- Jackson. Yeah. So it was vaguely interesting for five seconds.
3: He's in My Life as a House with Kevin I Klein. I
0: didn't see that. Shattered Glass as well. It's a decent movie. Not Missed because of him, but because of Kevin Klein.
2: Both of the actors playing Anakin are terrible, but Hayden Christensen has no excuse. He was an adult. And his choices probably were wrong on every single line he said in this movie.
3: I think it falls back on the director, though, because, again, you know, we all appreciate Natalie Portman. We think she's a decent actress, but she kind of sucks in these movies until the last movie where she has some actual acting to do. Yeah, where she's got to be sad and got to do it. But she's still saying these garbage
0: fucking lines and getting zero direction besides faster and more intense. The meltdown that he gives in episode two when he's like, I killed them, not just the men, but the women. And the children was uh he was directed to give that take. I said to myself, I'm like maybe I don't tell the girl you like that you just killed a bunch of women and children. Right. For don't no He says
2: all the wrong things, and, and she's exactly like the, you. the wrong keep times. That part to yourself. Why <laughs> did you even say that, you idiot? They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. He's like, why aren't dictatorships good? They're wonderful for the government. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about, ah, you lunatic? kidding.
3: I will say, though, just before they start rolling around the field, they're in an actual location for once. And although the dialogue, again, is crap between the two of them, they're as natural as they've ever been in any of the movies in that scene where they're on the grass. Yeah. You can tell they're they're in a real location. 30 seconds. Yeah. And then right. It's like for a second, you're like, oh, hey, that wasn't bad. And then they start rolling around on the fucking grass like, oh, you ruined it. You ruined it. Well, that's the most confusing thing to me where he goes
1: back and his stepdad and stepbrother. Oh, yeah. Your mom got taken. My leg got cut off. So it's been a yeah, month, and then we see him again, and his leg is still. You're not going to heal. Yeah, it's funny you should mention. He has no leg.
2: That. You know, <laughs> he's um, missing legs. I, I reached out once again, as I did during the previous uh, podcast, to my friend and cousin Evan, who is a Star Wars expert. Remember Phil? He's the one with the the tattoos. Yes, he's got the Star Wars. He's tattoos. got the whole tattoo. Did thing. you figure? Out, did you find out what they are? I forgot to ask him, but what I will tell—he'll be here for the third and final trilogy. But what I will say is, he makes a really great point about what Travis was just saying, about the idea that all of a sudden the the the, the father's like, yeah, I married your mother, and then uh, you know, she got kidnapped and uh, well, fuck it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're married for a few weeks. He's the yeah. worst.
1: Do we have technology on this outlaw planet outside of the Federation that can regrow limbs? While I have a robotic maybe that's hand. it. Maybe he
3: has to finish healing before he gets his leg. No, because and in. in uh, when Darth Vader gets burned, they just jam yeah, a leg onto yeah, his
0: no fleshy, problem.
3: burned skin. Like, I
0: mean, that's no. probably the best so, thing to do he's it. He's a liar. I'll Either that, t- or he's saving
3: t- up we, money for
2: robot dude, legs. They don't
0: have fucking saving up I'll some money for some robot leg, 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 legs. You want
1: Who needs a moisture farm and sack? Is that all you get for your money? You should know by now that it's a trap, 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 trap.
2: Okay, so that's Hayden Christensen. We'll talk about a little bit more how worthless he is as a human being and actor. Sure. How can uh, you not? As a mammal.
3: Can't talk about these movies without talking about a piece of shit. I mean, it's right. really,
2: it's kind of A couple mean. more things we have to mention, though. Of course, you have Walter Matthau. And Walter Matthau. Wait a second. Wait. Hold on. Oh, that's a that's from the last but Yeah. <laughs> that's the bad news. Are you sure Walter Matthau wasn't Walter in this the, Ma- the forest be with you. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was an error. I will go back. Get your fat ass out
3: there and grab your lightsaber. Around the area, <laughs> a perimeter, make. <laughs> Create.
1: Create! <laughs> I'd, I'd watch these trilogies so much more if Qui Gon <laughs> and Obi Wan were Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau.
0: Hey, there's always a bigger fucking fish, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Phil,
0: when I saw.
2: Count Dooku in this film as Christopher <laughs> Lee. I said to myself, Phil's got a heart on. Here's Christopher <laughs> Lee. Oh, I did, and it was shaped just like his white I will give you exactly 20 <laughs> seconds to tell me about the history of Christopher
0: Lee as a, a monster movie icon. Go. 300 fucking movies. Christopher Lee. He was Dracula. He was Frankenstein. He was the mummy. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was a Bond villain. This guy was in fucking everything. And you know what? He looked like he had no fun the whole time. Isn't he also
3: like he was good friends with J.R.R. Tolkien?
0: I mean, he's in so many Tim Burton movies. Uh, he right. is a benchmark for horror. Okay. And, so his, and also his lightsaber? Right, Phil, Phil, I've had enough.
2: I've, just, I've had enough. <laughs> okay. Turn
0: off the faucet. I'm sorry I asked.
2: Um, Anyone talk to me about John Williams as the composer of this trilogy? Might be the best element of the trilogy. Yeah. Is the score. Some people yeah. say it's better than the original trilogy. Um, yeah. It's more intricate, for sure. Is I, that right, I think
0: he sets up a lot of motifs that he uh, pays off. But he's older. He's wiser. Yeah. He's got a lot of the... Uh, he reuses some themes from his other movies, like yeah. the Trade Federation theme is also the Nazi theme in Last Crusade. Really?
3: Yeah. Kind of the it's same close, thing. close, yeah. This is where the fun begins.
2: So, Scott, because there's so much to Star Wars, yes. similar to the last uh, time we did a Star Wars film, the original trilogy, we came up with a bunch of questions. We asked our panel... Phil, Travis, even Evan, our Star Wars expert, some of these questions. And I think we'll be able to come up with some illuminating answers that have never been really approached in the world of Star Wars with some of these questions. All right? Yes. You're ready for these? Yes. You, know, you and I constructed these? Yes. No. Phil, are you yes. ready? No. Okay. What is the worst line
3: from this film? There's some that actually I think are terrible lines, but I really like. Okay. Like, I know that are terrible. Go ahead. Um, like, C-3PO, I think most of his lines are fucking garbage in, <laughs> in these movies. No, once again, no need for C-3PO. It, it, no need for him to be there no. commenting on stuff that he doesn't need to comment on. So he has the line when he walks into the factory, and I actually like the line. He's like, machines making machines. How perverse. For some reason, I'm like, that's a good 3PO line, as opposed to, I'm beside myself. (laughs) So you're giving us your best
2: and worst lines. This is the worst line, Scott.
3: Well, that's my best and worst 3PO line. My favorite worst line usually is, uh, hold me like you held me by the lake at Naboo. So long ago when there was nothing but our love. There was nothing but There was nothing but your love then? They're like, there was no politics, there was no war.
2: Yes, there was. My most hated line, I think, is what other people might think is a, a good line, and that's when yoda says fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering yeah, not necessarily asshole you know what i'm you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean he talks in parables yeah so vacation leads to sunburn um, sunburn leads to pain when you're sleeping at night phil
0: i've got bad news for you well, episode he is talking one to a child the, the audience identifier is a nine-year-old boy he's talking to a child the fact that he's not talking to us probably makes us angrier about these movies existing.
2: A nine-year-old understands the the sophistry behind this leads to this, this leads to this. Well, so no, he's terrified. Like, the little kid's like, oh, I'm not allowed to ever get angry at things. Brain was, more
3: would I, but your brain too small it
2: is. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream leads to melting. Melting ice cream leads to an empty I
0: mean, cone. An empty you're, cone leads to you're just going, you're just eating an empty uh, cone. I think my, my favorite line of the whole thing it seems she's lost the will to live. That's your favorite. No, line it's of fucking not. There's so many bad lines in this fucking movie. <laughs> so that and okay. there's so many fucking flaws in logic. And I, 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 I'm so sorry, Star Wars nerds that like the prequels. I'm a so robot sorry. Says that a robot actually says she's lost the will to live. Yeah, a robot, not a human. She's
2: totally fine, health wise. But... The guy who programmed the robot's like, if nothing else, fucking makes sense. Say to the people, she's lost the will to live. He might
3: as well have just been like, she's dying of a broken heart. (laughs) Remember when she said, you're breaking my heart, Anakin? Another terrible line.
0: Even Anakin, like the yippee, sounds like a fucking 90s Hallmark movie. How many fucking
3: yippies, do I have to fucking hear in these movies? The whole first movie might as well have been called episode one, Yippee. Because it was just fucking nonstop. Or like poo The kids constantly still,
2: no, I'm gonna fucking high-five you from across the room. They <laughs> poo They say poo P- one work, time like in it. the original trilogy. And in this trilogy, every five seconds, it's Poodoo, doo poodoo, poodoo. Yeah, poodoo, poodoo, poo-doo, We get it. Yeah. It's another word for shit. We get it. <laughs> the joke is. It's not Poodoo, it's not poo-poo, it's, it's poo <laughs> Fuck yourself. I- <laughs> Yippee! poo
3: One more really terrible line I've always disliked, and it makes me laugh every time I hear it, but it's Sam Jackson. They're in the meeting, and he just stops for a second. There's, like, a pause, and he just says, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi.
2: (laughs) What?
3: You couldn't have sensed that earlier than like 10 they minutes did before about it's it. about to happen? It like, comes out
2: of nowhere in the third movie and you're like, it's been pretty obvious since the it, first movie. It's baffling when he you says know, it. I, was, I laugh I, every time. I
1: was feeling there was a plot to screw with the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. But now I think they're here <laughs> yeah. to
0: destroy us. <laughs> it's it's a more than it's shenanigans. Not like,
3: I sense danger. Something's afoot. It's,
0: I sense a plot to destroy <laughs> the
3: Jedi. That's extremely oh, specific. Wait. I'm sorry.
0: One more line. Phil, I'll Sorry.
2: kill you. You underestimate my power. Gentlemen, what is the best young version of a character that we grew to love in the original trilogy?
0: Oh, that's three, two, one. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be the
2: obvious That's answer, kind of an easy but one. I, no, it's not an easy one. Because as much as I love oh. Obi-Wan, I think that Palpatine is yeah, a really right. interesting right. and yeah. cool character. Yeah. Yeah. No. We see him only. I actually agree. He's fully no.
0: realized now, yeah. no. No, no. you are the, the question is,
2: what is the best new character in this prequel trilogy? I feel like all of us are going to say John right? Qui-Gon. Fuck yourself. Scott, I see your face. Qui-Gon. Fine. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. No, Goddamn. More... I went to school with a kid named John I don't... look. Was he played by Liam Neeson? <laughs> no, he was just an Asian kid. I w- I'm going with Padme. And f- oh, Darth Maul. Oh, really? Yeah. You like Darth Maul over... Ki-jung. I
3: like them, b- Qui Gon. Qui Gon, I like them both, but yeah, I, I think they're both they're on different sides to me. You know what I mean? Like, but you Wonder like villain. Darth Maul. I love Darth Maul. You, really, you love Darth Maul.
2: I love Darth Maul. You're wearing a Darth Maul shirt right now. I love Darth Maul. I'm not a big Darth Maul guy because he doesn't really save much.
3: And he dies immediately. He shouldn't have died. He should have continued. There should. Agreed. I don't understand why again why he wasn't like Grievous. That was he a perfect. Should have been I the for... He should have been the Dooku, the second Sith, right, and well, just they... continued on until he was killed in the end of the third movie, right, right at the beginning. Because that's what a great I like agree. fuck you to everybody. Like we carried this great character for three movies, and then
1: boom, uh-huh. he's dead right at the beginning. I agree. Like... I agree with that.
2: At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Did the trilogies inspire any new? Star Wars. Like a Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah, the Clone Wars. What would have been more interesting than what we saw? You
1: know what I'd do? The Clone Wars. I'd I'd do a movie where you take all the younglings before Anakin kills them, maybe even 20, 30 years before the events in this prequel, and you do almost an X-Men movie with them. And maybe that's how you introduce Qui-Gon eh. in, in this in this universe. Yeah. Qui-Gon's the one who leads these younglings to rescue the Jedi on this planet. You know it's funny beings. you're gonna say yeah. I'm gonna
2: tag on to that and I'm gonna say that I thought that Qui-Gon's story was especially interesting and I would have liked to see a backstory with Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. There, there's like
3: some clues too with Qui- Qui-Gon that he might not have been a Jedi, that he might have been a
2: Sith. I had never felt this feeling before which was a primal urge to lash out
3: i've got two good uh one and sort of a joke one but i think i could see them doing it is uh a dex's diner tv show <laughs> god <laughs> that takes places in dex's no. diner on kurosawa and all the happenings and all the stuff that happens that would be and, akin to the like, christmas
2: spectacular because when he
3: walks in that diner when it's like Opie, hello dex you expect like uh, like a canned audience, like, yeah. oh, woo! It's, it's ridiculous. here. Obi, hello, Dax. <laughs> Uh Yoda mentions that he's got he's got a good friendships with the Wookies. Yeah, yeah. And goes to Kashik and hangs out, knows Chewbacca, knows Tarful. But Jedi. I want an explanation for why Yoda knows these
2: Wookies. And there's no like, logical yeah. reason why he'd know the Wookiees. He's had 800 no. years to get into. That's it true. was so they could wedge the Wookies. And into into a movie and show Kashyyyk. And- they
0: almost added Han Solo that way. It's
2: gratuitous.
0: Okay, so it's between episodes three and four. Uh Obi-Wan Kenobi in the desert. He's uh laying low, he doesn't want to use his powers, but you know, he's getting in trouble with the huts because he can't help himself. So he's a lone wanderer. This dude this dude like out of the desert, he's wandering, he's gotten beat up, and he's like crawling and uh he can't get to his his home and like a speeder comes out and like like flies through, catches up to him and like helps him in. It's this guy; he's got rags all over him, uh, and then he's like, uh, you know, Kenobi's like, uh, well, "What's your name?" What's
2: and up? the no. guy,
0: the guy says, uh, "Hey, uh, Dengar."
2: Phil, <laughs> shut up. <Okay.
0: laughs> hey, uh, Dengar. And then they join forces, and uh, it's
2: very clear that Dengar has no place in this film. Phil. Dengar Phil. is the question. Mark. Who's Dengar? <laughs> Dengar. Phil's obsessed is obsessed uh, with a random bounty hunter depicted briefly. Was- <laughs> he wears a dirty turban in the. Yes and the empire see, strikes back see, phil see loves phil. him all right love let's dance
1: This is what i do with the obi-wan movie which might be a little different here's the thing obi-wan's on tatooine right yeah and they're moisture farmers and it sucks as we've seen right obi-wan with like a little little van kind of starts making death sticks <laughs> <laughs> and you do almost like a breaking bad breaking ben
0: <laughs>
2: Any of you at all have one nice thing that you can say about Jar Jar Binks? Phil? He was written better in the first draft. Uh, not really. I like his relationship with that general where he's
0: like, Jar Jar,
2: you Jar yeah, Jar. I, mean, I, I like that, too. I think their relationship is vaguely funny. I would have liked yeah. the two
0: of them together the whole time. Can you say yeah. one
2: nice thing, though, about Jar
0: Jar dies and then we get that guy? Oh, that would have been yeah, badass. Okay, that. yeah. Tarples would that have
2: would been make a cool more sense. side yeah. character. Can you tell me anything positive? Anything about Jake Lloyd? Is there <laughs> any aspect of this trilogy, of the prequel trilogy, that is
0: better than the original yes.
1: trilogy? The yes. The fights. The fight scenes.
2: The
0: planets. Scott? I would say probably the score. The <laughs> score is very good. I, for me, Empire will always be the best lightsaber fight. You know, Luke and Vader, because there's so much more heart and blood and like soul behind it. He's getting his ass kicked and there's, there's stakes. These are just, these are fun, but they're just kind of fluid. Well, that's the biggest problem with these battles. It's soulless.
2: I, I kind of like the lime bike that Omi1 uses to warp and then he kind of locks into this thing and yeah. warps him. Then he unlocks it and just kind of goes about his I, business. I like that too. I'd say the lightsabers.
0: Lightsabers are pretty cool. Cooler. I yeah. like Dooku's lightsaber a lot. Oh yeah, that curved yeah. Curved yeah. handle. I owned that toy. So kind of. I was 18. Which of these buttons calls your parents
2: to pick you up? What is the best team in these films? Travis. I, I mean, the one that seems most effective is Qui Gon and Obi Wan.
3: Scott. I like I like Darth Maul and Palpatine.
0: There's Phil. I like uh, Anakin and Obi Wan in Episode Three. They really they're a fine tuned machine.
1: My brother Anakin, I loved
2: you. Travis, Padme or Pad Thai? Uh, Padme. Scott? Uh, how do you compare the two, really? I mean...
0: Phil? Padme.
2: Who is more beautiful, Hayden Panettiere or Hayden Christensen? Phil? Christian Slater. People, what can you tell me about the Jedi that I only refer to
0: as Tall Head, who has some things to say and he's got a tall head? Phil? His name is Kia Dimundi, and he is a uh, he is a polyamorous uh, oh. of his species. What is this? I thought this was a Star Wars podcast. I was getting <laughs> invited ahead, to. Go ahead. This is a maggot. Tell mag us more about So he uh, he's married to multiple women and has children with him. He's allowed to do this on the Jedi Council as a means of procreation. Um, that's it. He also has a blue lightsaber.
2: Thanks, Phil. Okay. Does anybody have... That's the end of our questions. I think we've covered this fucking trilogy from every possible angle. Does anyone have any important observations? I have one. Go. Uh,
3: The actress who plays Shmi Skywalker, the mother of Anakin, uh, kind of sounds like Tommy Wiseau. Like the whole time, I kept in my head thinking Mommy Wiseau.
2: <laughs> and yet she looks like a busted up Sally Field. Yeah, she so does. So explain that one yeah, to yeah. everybody.
3: You have brought hope to those who had none, Anakin. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not.
0: Oh, hi, Mark. In episode two, when Obi-Wan Kenobi is having conversations with people, you can tell that George Lucas reshot the movie uh, at two separate dates because in one side of the shot, he has a full, lustrous, sexy Jesus beard. (laughs) And it cuts back to Obi-Wan. He has a glued-on, theatrical, (laughs) Clifton, New Jersey, store-bought... Fucking uh, college actor's beard. And it looks horrendous. And that movie had a budget of $150 million. Missing your humble servant. That wouldn't be necessary. Oh, but
2: it is. Scott, our compadre, Brian Parks, a real lover of Star Wars, has once again contributed to this podcast with his own style of Star wars
0: But he is um, dead serious right, about Phil, contributing.
2: Phil, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Know, Phil, get a hold of yourself. Scott, go well, ahead. So so last What's time we talking about
3: get yeah, enough. So last time uh we had him uh go through his daily life and just tried to use only Star Wars lines from the original trilogy. So yeah, we we sent him out there and gave him uh you know first we gave him some of the best dialogue Ever and now we've given him some of the worst dialogue ever. So think, we'll see if it goes any I think better. He's or worse. Realizing
2: that you cannot come to grips with regular society by only using Star Wars dialogue. No, you
3: have to like other things, Parks. You can't just like Star Wars. Sorry, man. Hello there, folks. Brian Parks
1: here for the Trilogy Podcast. The boys have asked me back yet again. I'm going to spend another day only saying lines from the Star Wars prequels, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, I can do this. Me so like this. All right.
3: Hey, excuse me, buddy. Hello, Dax. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm a little lost. I'm looking for Main Street. Then you really are lost. Tell me about it, and nobody would give me directions. The biggest problem in the universe is no one helps each other. So you'll help me out? No. What? Well thanks for nothing. I'll find it myself. You will try.
1: I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and it's irritating and it gets everywhere. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick.
3: Hey, 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 hey! You're getting sand all over me, dickhead! How wooed. Sorry, dude. We've had complaints about your spinning all over the beach. You're gonna have to leave. No, no, no! I'm the lifeguard, and I say you gotta go.
1: At an end, your rule is. And not short enough, was it?
3: Dude, what are you talking about? Hey, get off my ATV. No! Hey! Hey! Hey, get back here!
1: Unlimited power.
3: Somebody get him off that thing.
1: Yippee! Now this is pod racing.
3: He's headed for the water. Yippee! Now
1: this is pod...
3: There's always a bigger fish! Mm, I had a really nice time tonight, Brian. You're so beautiful. Are you an angel? Oh, Brian. You're just saying nice things to get in my pants. No, it's because I'm so in love with you. Brian, you're so sweet. Why do you keep looking at your phone? Let me see that. If into the security recordings you go, only pain will you find. You've been seeing another woman?
1: Always there are two. No more, no less. We're breaking up! Hey, how can you do this? It's outrageous. It is unfair! Why
3: should I waste my time with you when I can have any guy I want? We live in a real world. Come back to it? You're an asshole! You're breaking my heart! And I'm gonna tell everyone you got a tiny dick!
2: No. All right. At the end of the day, we need to break it down just like the original trilogy and that we all agree that it was a successful trilogy. I think we can all agree here that this
0: is an unsuccessful trilogy guys. No, it's, a, it's successful. Uh, it gets to the end. It just does yeah, it, it sloppily.
2: It works at the end.
0: It's one of the rare cases where the third act is the best act. Yeah.
2: It's I a think three, you're two, misunderstanding one. gentlemen. At the Trilogy podcast, a trilogy is only successful if all three films are good. Oh, no. So by that rationale, Phil, is this a successful trilogy? Oh, fuck no. Travis, is this a successful trilogy?
0: It's
1: it's only successful...
2: Say if- the word no. <laughs> <laughs> it's only successful
1: if you take the first movie into account when you watch the third movie and you're like, oh, this
2: kind of ties in. Some- he said no. <laughs> yeah, no. It doesn't <laughs> work.
3: No. Uh, nine.
2: Okay. Nine. <laughs> so if we all assume this is a unsuccessful trilogy, very quickly, Phil, give us your order of this trilogy. Three one two. Three one two, you enjoyed the final film better. I'll give you fifteen seconds to tell me why.
0: Um, it's the story that we were promised all along. The rest was just filler. Okay, good
2: answer. Scott.
3: Uh I'm I'm gonna almost echo the exact same. I'm going think I'm gonna say three one two. It was tough. One and two, I think, are both terrible. Um, but the only there's some saving graces in both movies, but I think more so you got Qui Gon Jinn, you got Darth Maul, you have the badass fight Qui-Gon at the end. Is. Uh, yeah. So I give one a little bit more than two, but really I think they're both bad.
1: Travis, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it a little bit. I'm actually gonna go three, two, one. I mean, Qui Gon is fucking tremendous in the first movie, but that doesn't negate all the bullshit he's surrounded by. That droid race, that bullshit fight he has in the desert, that bullshit chase he has in the water with a bigger fish I mean <laughs> yeah. he is surrounded by so much that bullshit you forget how good he is like yeah. I rewatch this movie I'm like holy shit here's a breath of fresh air while Obi-Wan's sucking up space he's not good yeah. until the third movie he's really doing nothing in the first yeah. movie so I mean, the only thing that makes the second movie better is it's got more battles which I like I don't care about any of their romance in any of the movies And the third movie is better than the second because it has more battles than the second movie.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree with uh, Phil and Scott. I'm also going to go three, one, two. But I'm going to tell you, three and one was close for me. Upon rewatching one, I found a lot of little things in one that I liked, and a lot of things in three that didn't rub me the right way, which was different from how I initially perceived these movies when I watched them in the theater. But it wasn't enough. It still winds up being three one two because of what Phil said that three really, especially in the last forty five minutes, is what we promised in terms of a setup right. for the original trilogy. Okay, stalling till that point. Maybe. One had two or three great ideas amidst, garbage. you know, buried in the midst of garbage, and two was just two terrible shit stories. So yeah, three one two for me an unsuccessful trilogy. Uh, and there we are. We got through this, huh? I think all the words have been said. All the words have been said. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Trilogy Podcast. As always, we really appreciate you listening to us. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. We want as many downloads as possible. We're not giving you just two or three fucking idiots talking about some bullshit. We've got a real show here. We gave you four idiots talking about bullshit. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Like and subscribe and download. You can always find us every single day on Instagram. We really put together Instagram posts that match this particular episode. And Scott, uh, I've been doing the uh, Twitter account. I've been
3: putting out some fun polls based on what our current episode is.
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you love Star Wars, we're going to wrap it up at the end of the year when the final, the sequel trilogy is complete with the ninth film. But I hope you've really enjoyed us taking apart our second trilogy for Star Wars. Thanks so much for listening and have a very forceful, ha-ha! Uh-huh. Day. Are we done? Bye. Bye.
3: A
0: surprise, to be sure. (laughs) But a welcome one. Ah!